ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) On this episode, I want to talk about cruising. Not the cruising down the street in my sixfold, but cruising as in being on a cruise or a boat. Um, so the other day I'm chilling, phone rings. I'm at work chilling, not doing much. Phone rings, pops up, it says King Germ. King Germ from the Frocast. Uh King Germ from Pod and Saved Our Marriage, King Germ. Um I should say formerly a forecast, but King German Pied and Saved Our Marriage. Podcast, a good friend of the show, been on here several times. It's my man. So King Germ calls me and we're talking. And, you know, King Germ, you know, he's bossing people around. I can hear him. You know, I think he fired somebody or whatever. Um, but anyway, he's talking to somebody and then he was like, yeah, something, something. I'm about to go on a, get on a cruise. And I said, King Germ, you you've been on a couple of cruises right and he was like telling me about the last cruise that he and queen germ went on and um he loved it and my response was king germ well that sounds good but i'm never getting on a cruise and he's like oh for real 12 cow he's like man how, how are you not getting on a cruise man you got this this and, and so king germ proceeds to attempt to sell me on going on a cruise ship it's not the first time that it happened the homie riders shout out to riders riders live podcast this is my boy out of chicago um riders maybe about two or three months ago went on a, a very very nice cruise with his wife he actually had his wife on the podcast so that they could talk about it right and i hit riders up i think we talked via text I was like, yeah, it's, it's been a dope episode, man, but I'm never getting on a cruise ship. So riders like 12 Kyle, you need to do this, da 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 You know, he tried to sell me as well. So, you know, I appreciate riders and I appreciate King Germ for, you know, them trying to sell me on the idea of getting on a cruise ship. It's not going to happen. And on this episode, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, now, at the time of this recording, it's summertime. So a lot of people are on cruises. You know, I've seen pictures, I've seen videos, and it is truly a beautiful thing, right? Uh, it's not something that I want to participate with. Uh, it's not something that I'm going to participate with, um, but to each his own. Uh, now, full disclosure, I am all about vacations. I'm all about, you know, getting out, putting your feet in the sand somewhere, somewhere, as Jay-Z once described, where no mosquitoes is at. Um, I'm definitely about that. I'm about that life. I'm about, you know, having a good time. I'm about uh, enjoying the fruits of your labor. Uh, I'm a firm believer in if you play hard, you know, you'll get paid hard. And if you get paid hard, you should be able to enjoy your money. And, you know, what's what's better than enjoying your money on vacation, right? Um, but, yeah, I, I've, 
I've never been a fan of being on boats or cruise ships for that matter. Full disclosure, I've never been on one, right? Let's, I guess that probably should be the first thing that I should say that I've never been on a cruise ship. I've been on boats. Been on a yacht, but I, you know, I had to pay for that, but it's not stuff for another day. Um, but no, nah, never, um, never on a cruise ship. Right. And I'll talk about that in just a few. Um, I, I'm just not, I'm not a fan of being on boats, period. Uh, in spite of having been on a couple of boats, um, I'm not a fan. And I think partly because like, and I mentioned this before I want to say on this, I don't know if it was this podcast or maybe someone else's. Um, I think there's a level of control here. Uh, and with me, like I like to be in control. So when we're going somewhere, particularly like we're going somewhere as a family, I'm driving, you know, uh, unless I'm tired, <laughs> uh, my wife or kids could drive, but you know, I'm driving. Um, I fly a lot for work. Um, I don't fall asleep on planes. Um, I can't go to sleep on planes. And I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. I've tried to do just about everything. I've tried to stay up late. I've tried to drink a lot. Um, <laughs> in fact, I remember um, I flew from um, from Atlanta to Minneapolis. And there was a, there was a delay coming out of Atlanta, right? And so I was t- I stayed up the night before, got on the plane, you know, got in first class, whatever. I was like, yeah, give me a couple of, I had a couple of um, bottles of Merlot and small bottles, nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm chilling and like, I literally like fall asleep as we're waiting on the runway, right? So we're waiting on the runway and we waited, I want to say like maybe a half hour. And I literally was asleep. And as soon as that plane started taking off, woke right up, couldn't go back to sleep. I, I think it's a control thing. So I, ha- I can't, and I've done the, you know, fly, and I have not done the transcontinental flights or the flights where you, you know, I think the longest flight I've ever taken was from, yeah, from here to, from Atlanta to LA. That's five hour flight. So, I'm not going to sleep. I mean, I could do without sleeping for five hours. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll, I'll take the, you know, take that flight to the motherland. And, you know, if you take that flight to the motherland, you know, that's a, that's what, 17 hour flight. You got to go to sleep at some point. So I'm, I'm assuming that I will go to sleep. But anyway, long story short, I just, I think it's a control thing. So, I think in acknowledging that it's a control thing, I think that's part of the issue uh, as far as me and boats. Um, but yeah, like I told King German, I told Riders, like, no, I'm not, I'm not getting on a cruise ship. I'm not. Period. <laughs> and so it naturally, the question is always, man, why, why, why? Um, I'm just not. Period. <laughs> uh and for those of you listening and watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Salute. Um, I can swim. I can swim very well. I can swim like a fish. Um, and 
I actually taught myself how to swim. Uh, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on this podcast, but um, we, growing up, we had a pool. And so the pool went to eight feet and you know, the pool's still there at the house back home in Florence. Um, but yeah, I taught myself how to swim because the pool was built and then I subsequently broke my wrist jumping out of a tree. And so I, that for like eight weeks, I think I had my, my left wrist in a cast and it couldn't get, cast couldn't get wet, obviously. And so by the time that, so my, my cousins and my brother and all them, they had a leg up on me as far as being able to swim. So I actually taught, so when I came out of the cast, I taught myself how to swim. My mom actually paid for me to take swimming lessons. I only took one lesson, broke my wrist and never took another swimming lesson. I taught myself how to swim. Um, but yeah, I can swim. So, I mean, I know, you know, it's probably like, you know, one of the questions that you guys probably had, like, okay, well, you know, if he's fearful of boats or fearful of water or fearful, fearful of being on a cruise ship, can he swim? Yeah, I can swim. I can swim like a fish. But I'm not getting on a cruise ship. Just not. Uh, honestly, I want to be on land. The fact that I can swim covers me in the event I'm ever in water. But, but, I want to be on land. So you can't drown on land, right? So yeah, that's that. Um, and I think, you know, I'm going to point out the obvious. The last time we got on a boat, it didn't end well for us. It did not end well for us. We were enslaved for 400 years. So nah, you ain't get me on no boat. <laughs> And no, I wasn't around when that happened, but my ancestors were. And, you know, I can trace it almost back to the place where we were actually bought and sold. And no, I'm not getting on no boat. Of course, it was different circumstances back then, but no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, and here's the thing that's interesting. My family not just my immediate family, but my, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins and their kids and family, our extended family. Um, they actually want to do a family cruise. <laughs> they actually want to do a family cruise. They've wanted to do a family cruise probably for the better part of the last 10, 15 years. And there's only been one holdout. This guy. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And, and here's the thing. Here, here's, here's the thing. I've actually told them like, yo. Do the cruise. We can do the family cruise. I'll meet y'all there. I'll meet y'all there. But as far as me getting on a cruise and and traveling from uh what miami to puerto rico no i ain't doing that i'll meet y'all in puerto rico what's up yeah i can do that even if it costs me to pay a little bit more to do it i'll do it it's no big thing i mean like i'm going to avoid getting on that boat you're not getting me on that boat 
Now, what can happen is the family can do the family cruise and I can meet y'all wherever the destination is. We kick it, hang out, do all the family stuff. I'll even come on the boat while it's docked. See what you got going on, you know? And then when it's time for y'all to be out, I'll catch y'all back on the mainland. That's what we're going to do. Um, so, no, I'm not going. Uh, I've heard horror stories about people being trapped on cruise ships. Uh, there was the infamous one a couple of years ago. And, um, oh, even before I get to that one, if you see the cover art to this particular episode, you see that boat is on its side. That is not Photoshop. That is the real deal. That actually happened. Um, then there was the one where everybody got sick and got salmonella. and a, No. Hell no. Not doing it. Not going to be able to do at all. Um, so, nah. It, it's, I've heard horror stories. I've heard stories of, you know, people. And then there was the, there was the boats excuse me, the cruise ships that I want to say this happened in the early stages of the pandemic. So it's probably like early 2020, somewhere around there. Um, people got COVID on the boat and they couldn't get off and people getting sick and throwing up. Nah, man. Then the toilets overflow. It, nah, man. Nah. It, it, it's, it's too much stuff that can go wrong. Yeah. I mean, Stuff can go wrong on land, but guess what? If something goes wrong on land, guess what I can do? I can get in my car and go someplace else. Or I can hop on a plane and go someplace else. There could be a hurricane coming. I can get in my car and go someplace else. Guess what I can't do if I'm on a boat? Go someplace else. <laughs> For all I know, these great white sharks and orcas you know, whales, killer whales and stuff, they might just say, you know, hey, man, let's tip that boat over real, real quick. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. And again, I'm someone who can swim. So if the orca whales do decide to tip over this boat or this cruise ship, guess what? I'm probably going to survive because I can swim. Those of you who can't probably won't. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. I've heard horror stories. So I, I think, and, and I, I expressed that to King Germ when we were on the phone, like Germ, like, nah, man, that's, that's not, he, he's like 12 God, man. It don't work like that. It's, 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 nah, Germ, Germ, you could talk me to death. It's not going to happen. It hasn't happened to this point. I'm 50 years old at the time of this recording. And it's not going to happen for another 50 years. I can promise you that. Now, unless somebody drugs me and takes me on a ship, different story, but, Unless that happens, no. 12 Kyle will not be on a cruise ship. And like I said, I've heard horror stories. Um, even if you talk about boats or yachts, I've done that, but there's a caveat to that. Like, okay, so we did the yacht um, last year for Shelly Shell's, shout out to Shell, um, Shelly Shell's 50th. So we all had to pay a certain amount of money or whatever like that. We got on this yacht and we, we were in Mexico and we went from Carmen del Playa to some other side of Mexico, whatever. Um, it was probably about 
a five mile ride on the boat probably took about 25 minutes maybe um the cool part about it was <laughs> where we left from i could see land and where we were headed to i could see land so you know it, it wasn't that big a deal um but and i felt comfortable and and, and pretty relative and and then we were in the gulf of mexico so i mean it was it was cool um i will be honest i have and i'm ashamed to say this but i have risked it risked it all twice and what i mean by that is i have risked life and limb on lake lanier <laughs> i should not have risked my life on lake lanier but i did by getting on lake lanier twice so for those of you listening who are not familiar with lake lanier let me give you a brief synopsis lake lanier is a huge lake very beautiful and picturesque blue lake uh, that is located about 45 miles from downtown Atlanta, where I live, right? Lake Lanier has a history. Uh, and it's a very troubled history, but a very detailed history. I would encourage you during your time of doing nothing or sitting in traffic, hit the Google machine and type up Lake Lanier. Um is legendary for having being a it was a town once that was um inhabited by black people and the local authorities government came in flooded the town with water knocking my microphone around um flooded the town with this water and killed all these people right so as legend has it lake lanier the current lake that sits now is on top of a dead black community and so legend has it is that the ancestors every now and then decide to pull some folk down with them right and all of this is documented i mean like i'm not making anything up again if you don't believe me look just google lake linear right if you are on social media if particularly if you're on Twitter and you ever see the two words trending on Twitter, Lake Lanier, understand that somebody died. You don't have to look it up. Just understand that somebody drowned. And unfortunately, because I live here in Georgia, Metro Atlanta, um, somebody dies at Lake Lanier. I don't want to say weekly, at least once a month, at least it may be weekly. I don't know. Cause at one point in time they stopped reporting it and it's every summer. And after being at Lake Lanier, I understood how and why folks get hurt and drowned and killed at Lake Lanier. And I'll explain. One you should never, ever mix liquor and water together. And I don't mean pouring liquor, pouring out some liquor for the dead homies into the water. I mean, 
you should never be on a boat and be driving a boat when you've had one beer, one shot, one sip, or anything. The thing is, is that when you're on a lake, people feel very loose. They feel very free. And so when you see other people on their boats and their yachts and they're drinking and they're turning up and having a good time, you want to do the same thing. It's only right. But you can't mix water and liquor. You can't. Period. It is a terrible mix. So I learned in my two visits to Lake Lanier just how and why these accidents keep happening. It's because people get very loose and they let their guards down and they really aren't aware of what damage that they can do to themselves or others. Okay, so my first trip to Lake Lanier, it was Sharice had uh, one of her girlfriends had a like a uh, it, wasn't, it was like a 40th birthday party or something like that. And we were on this huge like triple deck boat or whatever. Um, it was cool. It was my first time on the lake. Uh, I spent a lot of time looking around. Uh, the boat was being driven by somebody who was responsible. Um, I never really could get comfortable. I was constantly moving, constantly looking around. Um, I don't know. Um, it just, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I did. And you know, what's weird was I didn't tell anybody I was going. And then, so when I told people, I was like, yeah, I went to Lake Lanier today. Oh, what, what, what? Man, are you crazy? <laughs> Yo, people were bugging, like, yo, don't ever do that again. And so um, we did it again. This was during the pandemic. This was like 2020. Um, you know, couples joints. Um, I can't remember how it was broached to me, but Sharice was like, look, you know, her friends had some friends and they're all getting on this boat. And we're all going to go, you know, just ride on Lake Lanier, so forth and so on, just kick it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I said, okay, cool. Not really thinking, you know, all the way through, but I probably should have thought it all the way through, but I didn't think it all the way through. And so a week prior to us going, I get this email and this email says, hey, you have to watch this video. You have to do this, 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 and that if you're going to operate this boat on Lake Lanier. And so you have to, in essence, virtually apply for a license for a day. And what the license does is you, you take you take this course and it was all virtual. Take this course. Once you pass, they ask you a bunch of questions. You take a test. Um, once you pass the test you will get a an official license for the day so you're you are legally capable and have permission to operate a motor vehicle a boating vehicle on the water for that particular day and it's only for that day right and so i got the email because like all of the men who were coming were going to um you know participate as far as like driving the boat and so I'm like, and it's a nice size boat. Um, you know, we ain't in no little little joint. You know, it's a nice size boat. But, you know, one thing I learned very quickly is like, 
operating a boat is more than just you know just guiding. I mean, like you have to. There's no stop signs. <laughs> there's no right of way. There's no yield sign. So when you're coming this way and you got to turn right, you start turning right way before you get to the part where you need to turn right. Um, and it's a kind of it's a, a thing of letting people go past you. Sometimes you got to let people come past you. I mean, like it, it is a thing, and you can barely do that if you're inebriated. If you're drunk, if you slizzard. So that particular day on Lake Linear, I ain't drink nothing because I wanted to be fully aware when it was my turn to get the boat. I was going to make sure that we did what we had to do. So we got on the boat. One of the guys was driving. We went to a little section off and we parked up and, you know, kicked it and party, turned the music up, ate food, chill, just had a good time. But we were still sitting on Lake Lanier, and it, and that did not that never like left my mind. Like I'm I'm on Lake Lanier, like I'm on Lake Lanier, I'm on this boat, and anything can pop off, right? Um, and at some point in time when we were headed back, somebody said, "Hey, Kyle, can you take the wheel?" And I brought us on in, and that part was nervous. It, it was it was very nerve wracking because again, as you're driving the you're not driving fast but you're driving this boat and other boats are passing by you they're waving they're talking and music is playing and like everybody's just like i mean i guess the best way i can describe it imagine imagining driving down the busiest street in your city and there's no stop signs and there's no yield signs and there's no light and everybody's expected to move at the same time how do you navigate that? I, again, I by the grace of God, I made it. I was like, once I docked that boat, I was like, look, I'm never, ever, 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 ever going on Lake Lanier again. And I feel like I got away with, you know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I got away with one. And what's interesting was I tweeted out after I got back home, like, crazy day at Lake Lanier on the water today. And I mean, like, people would hit me up like, yo, are you crazy? You bugging? What was you doing on Lake Lanier, son? It's like, I knew if I had sent the tweet prior to getting on Lake Lanier, I'd have been bombarded with tweets like, yo, you shouldn't be out there. Like, it's it's just that dangerous. Never again. Never again. Because, um, again, you can't mix booze with water. Um, and last but not least, man, one of the reasons why you'll never catch me on a cruise ship is because here's the thing that I don't think anybody ever under, I don't think anybody ever acknowledges, but they probably should. Water is undefeated. Water is like the 1972 Miami Dolphins. Undefeated. Water's never going to lose. Ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever. So the lake of Lake Lanier is never going to lose. Lake Lanier is always going to win. The Atlantic Ocean is always going to win. Guess what? Guess who else wins? The animals that's in the, in, in the ocean. So when you hear about people getting bit by sharks, that's why, because the animals don't lose. You're in their territory. You can't work. You, you don't have to worry about getting bitten by a shark on land. It's not humanly possible. But guess what? If you go in the water, it's very much possible. I mean, if you've been following the news, not even to talk about the, the, the subject of what happened, but the sub 
submersive vehicle that tried to go down to see the Titanic. Man, that water's undefeated. Are you surprised that the thing exploded or imploded? No, I'm not. Who at this point, why would you want to go see the 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 Titanic? You know what the Titanic looks like. I mean, when they sketched it out on a map, they said, hey, the Titanic's like at 12,000. I'm gonna I'll use numbers. The Titanic's at 12,000 feet. Animals don't go past 8,000 feet. So if animals don't, if animals that inhibit the sea don't go to what to the depths of where the Titanic is, why are you in a vessel that's about as big as a school bus trying to go see it? No, I, and I, I unfortunately rest in peace to the people who, were, who perished in that. No, man, water's undefeated. Water's never going to lose. It's never going to lose. You can't beat water. You can't fight water. The one swimming lesson that I took, I learned how to cup my hand in water. And that makes a difference because you can't swim with your hand open. Your hand has to be cupped. Yeah, I learned that day one. But no, water's undefeated, man. Water's undefeated. Uh, Whales, sharks, undefeated. They're going to win. So, yeah, you go out there with your little boat, they'll tip that thing over. Nah, man. No. So, do I think that a killer whale or, you know, killer sharks could tip over a, you know, carnival cruise? No, it could probably not. But, you know, and and I don't think that they, I I think that those animals tend to want to be away from people anyway. Um, But they're in their habitat. And the thing that I've learned is when you're in your habitat, you do what you want to do. Ain't no rules. (laughs) But yeah, so that's the reason. In spite of the fact that I can swim, in spite of the fact that I've been on Lake Lanier and risked it all, risked, risked, I'm getting tongue-tied, put it all on the line. No, I'm never getting on a cruise ship, Rodis. I'm never getting on a cruise ship, King Germ. I'm never getting on a cruise ship, my family. It is what it is. I'll meet y'all there. But like I said, water's undefeated. Water has not lost, and it's not going to lose anytime soon. And you know who's not going to test water? Me. (laughs) That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We drop episodes every thursday midnight from time to time the bonus episodes like this one that drop on sundays at midnight um if you'd like hit us up throw a couple of dollars our way dollar sign t-w-e-l-v-e-k-y-l-e on the cash app again that's gonna do it for me i am your boy 12 kyle i'll catch you guys next time 5g